You're listening to Brunch with me, Noreen Mayer, on this Wednesday morning. Let's turn to the next bit of today's program. Now, in the next 15 minutes or so, we're chatting with Leslie Croft from Hong Kong Stories about their June storytelling event, which is tomorrow at the Fringe Club. And the theme this time is asking for a friend. And I'd love to welcome on the program, Leslie. Uh, Great to speak to you today. How are you doing? Hello, good morning. I'm fine, thank you. It's great to finally meet you, Leslie, because I think just last month, um, as we were talking, I was speaking with Rachel uh, from Hong Kong Stories, and she mentioned your name. She said you'd be hosting this time. And lo and behold, uh, it's our great uh, uh, privilege to be able to have you on the program. And I'd love for our listeners to join us on Facebook as well, Noreen Mayer on RTHK Radio 3. And this way you'll be able to see and hear Leslie there. Um, So maybe give us a background of what Hong Kong Stories is for some of our listeners who may have missed uh, previous interviews. Um, what is this platform? What do you do exactly at Hong Kong Stories? Well, as, as the title suggests, we, we tell stories. Uh, and so it's called Hong Kong Stories, although nobody needs to feel that it's going to be a story about Hong Kong. Um, the, the main idea is it's a first-person true story that's happened to you. And, and we, we kind of give a time limit of about seven to nine minutes per story. And, and, and that's really for the show. Um, so many different people from many different backgrounds come along and we have, we sort of have a core membership, membership, you know, of people who come along and are regulars. But, but what we like is for people may come along and they may be in the audience and then think, oh, I I have a story, I could do that too. And then the idea is, so we have these informal, casual meetings, usually in Starbucks, where people can come along with their, you know, it might be just the bare bones of an idea uh, that could be a story or, you know, something that's happened to them, an event, and it could be funny, it could be emotional, we could need to get our tissues out and, and wipe our eyes. Um, and the idea from the workshops, workshops, meetings, is that as a group, we, we listen, we give feedback, and then the story evolves into a story that's, that's ready to be performed in front of a live audience. Yeah, that sounds like a really supportive community um, because I think everybody yeah. has a story to tell, but to be able to tell it in a in, in a good way, um, and we'll get to that l- later on, um, perhaps takes a lot of feedback um, and, and every person yes, has, a, yeah. has a different way to express. Um, so what makes a sort of good storyteller, Leslie? Oh, <laughs> well, I'm always really amazed that people can come along and they may initially in the first meeting them they may seem shy they may seem you know the story has an event but it has it has no lead in it has no build up and it it, it could just peter out but and i think this is the beauty of the group of people at hong kong stories is that the feedback is always positive and supportive and then you know the next week uh, they will come back and have listened and taken on board the, you know, the, the wise words from the experienced storytellers. Because we usually do it by listening. You know, you, you might come along with, with nothing written down, or, and sometimes people have 
actual paragraphs printed out and they have an idea. And then it, you know, it, it just evolves over the weeks. Um, and sometimes it's just little tweaks like, you know, maybe don't give the game away too early in the first paragraph and, uh, you know, and let and, it build up. Guessing. Yeah. Yeah. So we get a, li a little bit of tension, but, um, but, you know, and they, and this is, this is, um, our, our tagline, I suppose it's, it's better than comedy. It's better than drama. It's real life. Oh, yes. So, and sometimes the, the stories can be, you know, there might just be a, a small event. It doesn't have to be some you know, major event, um, and, but sometimes just a, 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 a moment in somebody's life can be shared and we can all appreciate, resonate and, um, you know, be, be bonded with that person. Yeah. Um, I know last time you interviewed Rachel, um, and and she she mentioned me about me coming for the first time to say I've never done this before. I I, I don't think I'll like it. I won't do. Um, maybe I'll just tell it to her, but maybe I won't. Maybe I won't actually, you know, do the live show. Um, but then I. But then you know she kind of went. No, you won't get away with it that easily. <laughs> <laughs> so this time you're you're hosting the show, actually. Yes. So, so from the from the first one, which I think I was just trying to work it out. I think it was in 2020, um, and and all and then I've told oh, I don't know maybe I've told five or six stories since then, but most of that time was we've managed to keep the this Hong Kong story is going through COVID. So we had to mm -hmm. abide by all the COVID restrictions, the testing, the, the how, who could use the mic, who couldn't use the mic, who had to wear a mask. And so the last couple of shows, it's like, you know, normal service has been resumed. Um, and so now I, now I wouldn't say, uh, you know, I'm, I'm that comfortable speaking in front of a live audience, but that, that experience of standing in the Fringe Club the lights go out, and then I can't actually see the audience. And so <laughs> the nerves fell away. And, um, you know, the luxury of being able to tell a story uninterrupted and to get, you know, to hear people, you can hear the audience laughing, hopefully in the right places or, or whatever, moaning or whatever. Um, yeah, it, it's, it's kind of nice. It's kind of nice. And then, and so... Because the the group of people are really supportive, um, yeah. So they asked me if I would host this one. So this is my first experience of not telling a story, but but so being the host. So tomorrow night, eight o'clock at Fringe Club. So I'll be. I'll have to introduce each storyteller and um, you know give information about Hong Kong stories, and hopefully we'll convince some members of the audience to come along for the next show. And also, you know, the, the role of a host is really important as well. You're, you're calming people's nerves. You know, they look to you to sort of steer the ship. Um, so that's a, yes, a vital yes. role. And, in, and so, so I've been, you know, the main, the main person to, do, to give the feedback through these last, I would say, maybe about five weeks okay. of people coming along with, the, with their stories. So I, everybody will can jump in and give a little bit of feedback. But as the host, 
that's my that's been my responsibility this time yeah and you know what makes a good story or is there such thing as a good story it, does it come down to the way it's delivered or 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 the the sort of connection the storyteller uh, forms with the audience uh, yeah i'm i'm just curious you know is there a formula i don't i think it really comes down to the personality of the storyteller um so, so tomorrow we've got. Uh, I think you know what, Leslie? I kind of agree with you. I, I've got a friend who is a, um, a, a, a an awful storyteller. We, we, we love him to bits, but he has the funniest things that happen to him because we're there when it happens. And then when he tells it to other people, it just it's really not funny. And we're like, how have you managed to turn the funniest thing that's happened to you into something yes. that's not funny? So I kind of agree. It, you know, it comes down I, to the way no, you yeah, tell well, it. Tomorrow we've got three brand new storytellers who, you know, they're, they're feeling nervous, but, um, you know, it'll be all right on the night, as they say. I, I think, so going back to my first experience of, of pitching up with my very first story, and it was too long, and it was a bit rambly, and it, it, it sort of, it, 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 it seemed more like the story of my life rather than an incident. And, um, and having that time limit, you know, maybe five minutes, seven minutes, um, it, it, and then... I think it was Gina who was hosting that night, but she 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 said to me, "What is the story you you want to tell?" And then it went, "Oh, okay, okay." And, you know, and then I could just cross big chunks out. And sometimes and, less is more. Yes, yes, and and actually that that first story I told, um, it was it was quite emotional for me, um, but it was a funny story, and it was about my dad. I, I had this. This um, I, I, and that's why I went along. It was my dad was um, my dad was a storyteller. My dad was a, a comedian in his life, and um, he would always be the you know he always wanted to, to be the center of attention. And and actually, the title of my story was I had the most embarrassing dad in the world, and you know he he'd recently died. And um, I don't mm. think I could have told it, mm. but 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 actually, me, my brother, and cousins in England, um, you know, because Rachel puts them onto a podcast, and then they were able to hear my story, and you know, it, it really brought us all together, and it made everyone laugh, and it's really sort of made a connection to my family, and it, you know, I've sort of got more in touch with my cousins since they heard me tell this story about my dad. <laughs> That's brilliant. And that's what stories are supposed to do, connects people. Yeah. Um, that's fantastic. Yeah. And, you know, depending on, well, I, I mean, I'm always really impressed. Sometimes people share very personal things about themselves because it has to be a true story. But, you know, I'm not going to give anything away about the stories for tomorrow. But um, maybe we need a, a there'll be some laughs but maybe we'll need some tissues as well well yeah that's a a, a good point to to sort of come to as well the theme for tomorrow's um storytelling event is asking for a friend uh, yes. that's kind of an interesting one because we we often sort of uh say ask a question say oh we're asking for a friend so uh, are these yes. stories uh that have happened to these individuals are they sort of from a friend or and how do you go about setting the theme did you set the ah. theme I set the theme, yes, yes. So as the host, you get you get to set the theme. Now, no, but I've got to say that as the host, 
So as the, the storytellers, they may or may, their story may or may not be obviously linked to the theme. So it's my job when I do the introductions and to link it, to, to link it all ah. together. So that's, that's going to be my job tomorrow night. And, you know, anybody out there who's interested in coming along, um, don't don't feel you have to be fixed onto the theme. It's like a, a jumping off point, but it doesn't have to be. It doesn't. You don't have to be exactly on that. So some of them, you know, they're about friends. They're about um, relationships. Um, the the way that we've been treated, or how, or we've been we've treated friends. That's that's how it seems to have evolved. Yeah, um, I'm sure some of our listening uh, listeners listening right now, Leslie. I'm sure they you know want to be a part of the audience or even join in future events. Perhaps you can share some um, tips or things that you've learned along the way um, of what makes a good storyteller, what makes a good story. You know, should you be picking a story that's touching or that's funny or you know, does it have to be one or the other? Should, should it be a mixture of both? Ah, and how, how does it know. work? Definitely a mixture of, of both. And, um, well, you know, for the basic thing, beginning, middle and end, yes. that's, um, that's always a good thing. Um, I, I think it, it, it's because all of the stories have to be true. And they are personal stories and that from many walks of life, many different ages, nationalities come along. So there are no rules. But to come along, so we, we advertise the, the workshops on Meetup. Um, so they're usually, so, so they're called Tell Any Story You Like. And so you can sign up for those, come along, and you know, you might have the bare bones of an idea and that's all it needs to be from that point of view. And then whoever is running the meeting will then look specifically for uh, on that story and, and help whoever it is to, to evolve into a story that's engaging. It, it has a bit of a bit of tension, but it, it but it really does depend. I don't want to say it has to be funny mm-hmm. and I don't want to say it has to be um, emotional. Um, it just depends Mine, on. Yeah. Sometimes they've been angry. <laughs> um, and also, I'd like to ask you know, when planning these stories, do people sort of write down what they want to say? Um, because it's one thing writing for the page, but there's another thing sort of performing for the stage. Oh, so, absolutely. you know, if you write something down, it's really, it's, I suppose, it's very difficult to sound natural if you're reading off a page. So, yes. what's the balance between writing yes, your yes. thoughts down and, and performing it? So, well, I speak from my experience is that, so I take it from paragraphs written down um, where I will, so when I've been a participant, I will go along with it written down and I will read it, but it's it's really obvious that I'm reading it. Yeah. Um, And actually the first time I did this, it was a big surprise to me that I had to learn it and then and and you know, memorize it and say it in front of an audience and even and then saying, that's kind of difficult to sound natural i mean speaking as a broadcaster to read something oh, yeah. and to make it sound natural it's yes. really really difficult to to do that yes. i mean nobody had asked me to do that since i was in grade seven you know <laughs> to memorize my, it. my english teacher asked me to learn a poem and you know i've never done that but um 
yeah, so it turns out, yes, I, I can do that. It, it was a challenge for me. Um, maybe it's not a challenge for, for other people. But the thing is, you can go, you can go from the page to, to maybe writing it, writing keywords on little cards and then using those cards as a prompt to help you remember it section by section. Um, and, and I put, I put maybe a week into doing that personally, but, but it is your story. It, you know, it's my story. So if I miss a bit out or go wrong a bit, well, who, you know, no one actually knows because it's, it's my personal story. And, you know, I've probably told it over dinner down the pub a few times before. Yeah. Um, and just to try to it out, have, have it polished. Yes. Um, but but uh, yeah yeah so so for the story the stories the show tomorrow we had the rehearsal on Monday and and usually that's how it works so a few days before the actual show so I'm saying to to let's call them my storytellers this time yes. you know you need to know it without the paper so we so we had we did that on Monday night and it it you know maybe there's a few little hiccups but they'll we'll, they'll all be ironed out. Um, I would say that the, the people who come along to Hong Kong Stories, the audience are very supportive also, and uh, they're very forgiving. So there's no need for nerves. And that's such a good way to to, to, to perform, having a supportive audience uh, being there. I mean, I suppose what, what sometimes we look for in a storyteller is that uh, vulnerability sometimes and that authenticity. Um, when you're watching uh, somebody perform, yeah, perform, but actually telling their story, telling their own story, um, that authenticity really translates and really transfers onto the, the, the audience and you feel it a lot. And that's not necessarily a polished piece of work. It could be sort of ad hoc. It could be just the, the, on the moment that they decide something is really fitting. Um, and I suppose that's a, that's a thing that, you, you know, as, as a host, you've seen before happening. And, and you, as a storyteller, you've seen happen on the stage before. Yeah, yes. I mean, if, if I'm involved in one of the shows, I'll have heard the stories a number of times until we actually see them on the show. And um you know, so I'm listening. I've heard them before, but there's something about the lights going down. Yes. Um, the, the emotions come out, and even though I may have heard them before, I'm still laughing in the right place <laughs> or dabbing my eyes um, when when they get emotional because you can hear it in their voice. And, you know, as I say, the main idea is that they are true stories, first-person true stories that have happened to you. Wow. And then the audience gets to know that. So, you know, people do share some uh, amazing things. Yeah. Leslie, I'm so happy to talk to you this morning. Thank you so much for taking the time uh, in joining us. Remind our listeners that, well, once again, how can we find out more about Hong Kong Stories and about your wonderful event tomorrow? Okay, so t tomorrow, at the sh it's the June show, Asking for a Friend, it's the Fringe Club. Tickets are still available on Art Mart. You can get the link from Hong Kong Stories on Facebook, Hong Kong Stories website, Hong Kong Stories on Instagram, um, yeah, we're all over. Just Hong Kong stories. Um, can it? Can you see that? That's us. Label. Yes, I can see it um, on, on the um, Facebook, and we'll and, put the link on our Facebook page. Past, if you want to hear past stories, we have a podcast, and they're recordings of stories from um, a variety of people. That Rachel Smith does a, a marvelous job of um, 
taking the recordings and putting them out there. But yeah, there's still tickets available for tomorrow. Excellent. And well, uh, oh, and, oh, one, one more thing. Yes. It's June. It's Pride Month. And so some of the stories do have a connection to that tomorrow. I'm very proud of that part of it. Well, and um, I've also got a Pride Month jacket in case people want oh. to see on Facebook. <laughs> anyway, <Okay. laughs> um, on this note, thank you so much for joining